little bit more out there, but it's important that we focus on what the cause level is rather than trying to hand out band-aid solutions like I've done many times in the past. But just like, I want to cover patterns. I want to cover the deeper shit. What's the underlying, the underlying cause of all these things. And I've been scared to go there in the past because it's like, it's a little bit out there. It's a little bit heavy, but it is real life and it's the truth. This is the Josh Moxie journey. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Josh Moxie. I'm an aspiring entrepreneur documenting my journey. The day is July 15th, 2019. It's actually a Monday. Usually I do this on Sunday, but I did an all-nighter. It just it was a mess. Also, today is so weird. It's so like weird doing the reflection. It's my first time doing the the recording aspect, the reflections on a Monday that's not been because of like a festival or something like that. So it's a little bit different and it's it's strange because it feels like it's setting my week a little bit back. Anyways, what Reflections is, is a weekly episode where after I'm done reflecting on my week, I get on camera and I like to share my highlights of my week, what I learned, what I grew, what worked, what didn't, all types of things like this. In the process, I want to document my journey on a weekly basis and capture aspects of my life and uh, put them on wax, if you will. I also want to share my experience with you guys and hopefully that you can take away things and apply them in your own life and not just listen to them but actually take the things that through my experience observe what i'm doing what's working what's not and then apply them in your own life and hopefully you receive a shit ton of value and benefit from the things you take and apply so anyways without further ado let's get it right into today's episode i'm feeling a bit a little bit weird but you know Gotta embrace whatever it is and just go with it. So let's go fucking kick ass, ladies and gentlemen. What's been on my mind? Patterns, open loops, um, unresolved to-dos, all types of random things as I, I, I'm just trying to confront every aspect of my whole life right now and trying to organize every aspect of my life and trying to capture all the things rattling around my brain that I have not taken the time to confront, to act upon, to do to even put in front of my eyes so doing a lot of that and thinking a lot about that and just like there's a shit ton of self-awareness going on right now so it's very fascinating i've been thinking about how much impact comes from communication so like as i used to be a developer i was i would always think about things in tech type of terms in that i felt like the programmers and the developers and all that and the designers and everything that goes on to building product was the main impact in the world. And at the same time, like now as I move towards marketing and all these types of things that are dealing with communication, even stuff like this, I am realizing how much communication or how how impactful communication is. And uh, I used to overlook it a lot, but like ideas, visions, conversations, perspectives, all of these things are insanely powerful towards impact of the entire world, really. Like it impacts people, which impact the world. And I just used to overvalue that, but I'm thinking a lot about like how much it actually matters these days. Um, it's not everything because if you don't confront the actual underlying cause with subconscious or energetic levels, but you're then you're not going to uh, fix uh, the actual situation. But there's just a lot that can be done with uh, through communication. So it's it's fascinating to think about that. What were my favorite wins? After a lot of stressing, 
and <laughs> a lot of mental headaches because I tried to like force it so bad and it was just there was a lot of attachment going on and it was very problematic. But uh, I have created a ClickUp system, which is a project management software. I've designed a system that acts as an organizer for every single aspect of my life, essentially, which is really fucking cool. So taking the time to do that, um, mind dumping legit every single thing I could. Um, I'm obviously not getting perfect without there are things that do slip out of my mind and I don't get the time to write them down, but just trying to confront as many patterns, as many situations that I haven't dealt with, as many agreements and things I've committed to that I haven't done or or taken action on yet, um, incomplete loops, open loops, projects I want to do eventually, like legit trying to capture everything right now. I've done extensive mind dumping this week. It's crazy. And then organizing all of these things into click up the management, uh, the project management software to just handle every aspect of my life. But the building the hierarchy was a fucking pain in my ass. But, uh, I think it's for now, it looks like it's done. And that was complicated as hell to try to sort everything because I'm not very good at sorting, but it's looking like it's done so far. And I'm <laughs> grateful for that because it's been a fucking pain in the ass, but it's going to be so fucking worth it if this pans out correctly. I recorded four episodes, which is rare for me, actually. I've been on such a cold spree, if you will, of just not recording um, during my catch-up phase, if you will, and that has fucked me over, but I'm getting back on the, in the swing of things, and I'm grateful for that, so would like to do more and get fully caught up on content because I'm still not there yet, and I find myself struggling with that, but we'll get there. We will get there. What worked? Mind dumping whatever comes to mind throughout my day and just throwing it in a Google Doc. This is super fucking helpful for me in terms of organizing every aspect of my life, but also just getting things down so I can get them out of my brain and then come back to them later. This could be as simple as a mini to-do list. This could be as simple as covering a pattern, just like quickly jotting down some notes around a pattern and then adding that to click up later. Um, things like this. And it's just super helpful for me to get it out of my brain and into that page and then come back to it later. Before I record, accepting that the episode that I record might be complete garbage, but equally trying to make it great and then detaching from this, uh, yeah, detaching from the idea of this has to be perfect. And generally it comes out pretty fucking good when I do that. Right now it's funny, I'm not doing a great job with this. I am, fine. I'm just, something's off right now. I'm just judging myself a little bit. Um, my energy feels off, my communication feels off. Something just, something's not correct right now. I'm not exactly sure what's going on, but I am continuing to show up and then we'll see as this should improve over time or I mean like in this episode or it might get worse. We'll see what happens. But the main point being there that the recording is the main win. Confronting the million loose ends and shit like that in my life right now. This is insane. Like I'm confronting so many things. This is as simple as just writing it down, but just like so many things pop throughout my brain throughout the day. It's, it's crazy. I'm just, there's so many tasks, so many open loops that I've never taken the time to act on, but I was like, I want to do this type of thing. And shit like that is just prevalent throughout my entire fucking life. So taking the time to actually write it all down and confront it and then put it in the process of and put it into motion slowly but surely, it feels fucking A+. Plus. And uh, so many things that it may be like... Like there's this one thing that's like fucking seven years old or whatever that I've just never taken the time to actually do. But 
writing it down, now putting it in front of my eyes, I'll be more inclined to do it eventually and just making sure that it's locked in somewhere so I can actually make sure that it's being reminded towards me, um, that I'm not just trying to remember it because I'm not going to remember it. It's going to go away for another four fucking years and then I will remember it then type of thing. But just like, no, just do it now and confront it now. Less talking to people. I'm giving space to some people right now. They're giving space to me. It's nice. You know, like it, within friendships, it's good to actually just take a step back sometimes and just give space so that you can create the, I don't, I don't know, like refresh it, if you will. I don't know exactly how, how you want to say that, but that type of aspect, it feels nice. And also just a lot more time when you're not texting everyone all the time and stuff like that. It's just, I do enjoy the silence right now. And it's, it is enjoyable for productivity, for creation, for all types of random shit. If I have alcohol or too much coffee in me, it's really helpful to listen to a set that I'm familiar, that I'm familiar with or a song that I can loop that I know I love. And doing these types of things focuses my brain if I get too crazy from those two things. And I recommend it. Also related, not my most proud thing of all time, but if I am doing something so boring, it just like makes me want to die. It can be helpful to have a glass or two of wine. I recommend, or not I recommend, I do two glasses and I listen to a song, like just what I was thinking about song looping and sets. Yeah, it's useful. I mean, it's not, I'm not very proud that I need fucking alcohol to do boring ass tasks, but yeah, it is an alternative if you are really struggling. Imagining that I had a gun to my head or some other drastic situation that forces me to do a task. If I just play the play out the situation in my brain, I quickly realize, hey, I might not actually be as tired as, I'm, as my ego is trying to convince me or, hey, I'm actually not as lazy as I as my ego would like to convince me. All these types of things. It just really speeds up the urgency, clarifies things. If you have a decision um, and you imagine a gun to your head and you have to make a decision right then, you quickly figure out what the fucking, what the right move is. It's a little bit out there, but like that is a good way of uh, quickly acting upon things you're putting off. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Pulling an all-nighter on Saturday to try to make my power list a win. I just, God, I thought it was such a good idea, but I just shot myself in the foot so fucking much. I ended up staying up till 8 a.m., slept for three and a half hours, and I was so dead as fuck. By the way, I also went for a bike ride for 11K at like 6 a.m. That was interesting, but too much. That worked to a degree if I, if I did five kilometers, excuse me. If I did five kilometers, that would have worked, but I just, anything above that just hurt my knees. It was really stupid. I almost like died multiple times. So don't recommend that. But going back to that, that all nighter, it just, I thought it was such a good idea. And then I ended up having such a dreadful, dreadfully long reflection. It ended up being like four hours compared to like two. Oh God, my brain is moving so slow yesterday. I couldn't do shit. I couldn't even record this yesterday because I was so fucking dead. And I just didn't like it. So anyways, stupid as fuck. Just take the L. I ended up losing yesterday's power list anyways because I just didn't have enough time. So it was just stupid as fuck. Just, just stop pulling all nighters. Dumb as fuck. Going to bed a tad too late. It's not too late. It's like 11 p.m. type of thing. But I still want to go to bed at like 9 something so I can get up easily at 5 a.m. Because I've just been sleeping until like 7 a.m. type of thing. But that's cutting into my power list section on my schedule. So let's fix that by... Going to bed earlier, finishing our power list earlier, 
and yeah if I wake up earlier it makes it easier for myself also to go to bed earlier so things like that I keep accidentally putting myself in a caffeine coma because of uh, cold brew but if I could just take a step back and uh, measure or get like a consistent type of measurement to go there so I'm not just like guessing and then I end up accidentally putting myself in a coffee coma through cold brew that would be ideal it's fucking delicious though good lord Oh, also drinking ELP and other things would be super fucking helpful. Don't need to always just try to get my energy from coffee. It's just, it's bad. It's really bad. P.S. It's 1.37 right now. I see this everywhere right now. It's insane. Self-judgment. I'm finding myself, I'm judging, even in this moment, I'm doing, I, it's really bad right now. But I'm noticing myself imagining the world's judgments. Right now, it's actually not about the world, it's just about me judging myself, but many times I'm catching myself imagining the world's judgments, taking that on, judging myself from those judgments. And like, this is coming up in all types of areas, whether I'm doing like controversial content, whether I'm just doing like silly content and I feel like I'm making myself look like an idiot. Um, that's, but I'm just like having fun with things. Uh, what else? Music stuff. Um, I just feel like I'm taking on too much of the world's judgments and it's really fucking with me. And I find that I'll even like make awkward movements sometimes when I'm judging, I'll notice the thought and then I quickly, my body responds and I like fidget or something to try to like get rid of that tension. Very fascinating to know that or notice that. And also even came up with like my hair, just judging my hair, how silly it looks at times. Um, but yeah, the actionable is absolutely doing some energetic work, sending love and acceptance to myself at a conscious level, uh, have sending empathy to those who are actually judging me because it's, in theory, it's not even theory, it's 100% just hurting them, it's not hurting me unless I choose to allow it to hurt me, but anyways, this fucking judgment thing is just bullshit though. Waiting until next week to do something, so this is the, the benefit of reflections is also that I'm taking the time to reset, so I have this like window of like, hey, when people wait 52, I get 52 times more than what people get in a single year because they wait till they're at January 1st, everything to reflect. I reflect on a weekly basis, so I do get this repetition. But if I'm waiting to the end of the week, that's a very silly thing because to, to start something just based on reflections and that reset. Um, right now is the best time to start something. And actually, it was fucking like five minutes ago is the best time to start things. But right now is the second best time to start. And uh, the longer you wait, the, the harder it becomes. And, the, and it's just better to start fucking now. And I need to remember that. Experience stretching. This is something I learned from Kevin Rose and it's pretty simple concept So say you have a movie and you're watching a movie and it's a great movie and you're like damn It's a good movie you and then you go to bed and then you wake up the next day and you watch a second movie And you're like wow, this is a great movie But I would really like some food right now And so you eat food and have the movie and you're like, okay, this is this is so good and then on the third day you decide hey this, I want to watch another movie and eat food, but this time I want to actually have some wine with this food and movie. And you're like, wow, this is just an incredible experience. And you keep adding and adding and adding and adding, and then you go all the way back to that movie, and the movie is just not enough because you've been adding and stretching that experience so thin that you cannot appreciate the simplistic individual aspects of that experience. And I'm finding myself doing that with that specific example right there. Um, with specifically with food, I think is uh, is a good one. I always feel like I need to eat and do something interesting, and I'm just like, this is it's just so silly, so silly. 
So I find myself doing this in all types of areas of my life. I just try to stretch the shit out of every experience. And a great way to counteract this I'm finding is to take the time to counteract it with consciously throwing in things that you think would not be a perfect moment, quote unquote. So what did I do yesterday? Instead of like listening to a perfect drop or whatever, I decided to comment and type things while I was while I was uh, listening to this drop because I was like, this must be perfect. I have to do nothing except for just listen to this drop. And then I was like, nah, I'm just gonna take this off a pedestal by just doing something that I wouldn't normally do during this. And that kind of, you could say that would might be experience stretching, but it wasn't. It was me trying to quote unquote sabotage the moment so I can show myself, yo, this doesn't actually matter that much. And I'm just putting it on a huge pedestal. Wasting my peak energy in the morning when I first wake up. I have this tendency to, okay, so it's really intense energy when I first wake up because I'm clear and I'm driven and I'm in a fasted state. So I'm like mentally clear and I'm just ready to fucking go. But there are times where I just don't and I end up like wanting to seek out food and try to like, I just, it's sometimes tough for me to handle all of the energy that comes from the mornings. And uh, what else did I write down here? Um, yeah, so I, I just like want food too much and then I want to like chill my brain, if you will. And sometimes I also drink too much caffeine to try to escape and then it ends up being a caffeine coma. It's really fucking silly. The best thing I can probably do is, or one of the best things I can do is to just reframe how powerful that that morning is. I'm just not, I'm taking it for granted right now. And as for food, remembering when fasting a lot, jazz like revisiting the benefits of why I fast, and just because I seem to have just forgotten why I'm really doing this. So, those types of things. Trying to create too complex of systems right from the get. This honestly comes from a fear. There's a bunch of things going on here. So pattern wise, I'm noticing I'm trying to like compensate for not feeling like I'm enough. Um, I try to create these complex fucking systems instead of just getting started. I also try to swing and hit 100 from the get instead of accepting the fact that I am going to fail and loving the aspect of that, that it just drives so much in a negative way right now. So, so the awareness of that is obviously good, but doing energetic work on these patterns, super fucking helpful. And what else can I do? Things like, yeah, exploring it more consciously. And then just learning to love the failure part of things and all that jazz. I've been procrastinating heavily right now. I've been just, it's so annoying. I'm just not, <laughs> just not doing a good job. Um, I've been procrastinating on all types of things. And it can be helpful in the mornings, for example, just imagining, yo, Elon, Andy, Gary, all of these fuckers are just working their asses off. And that can be good to imagine. So I'm like, become more competitive. I can also just think about, how can I serve source in this moment and stop trying to think about it like work or working on hard things and just, yeah, I'm just getting started, just getting out of my own fucking way. Another thing I can just think of, hey, what is stopping me from getting started right now? And then asking myself, hey, how can I remove this? How can I change this? Acting upon those questions and then getting started now. Maybe like setting a timer for a focus 50 and then just like, yeah, it's not as complicated as, I, as I'm making it out to be, but the, like the past few days have just been ridiculously bad with procrastination. <sighs> Trying to avoid boring things and boring tasks and monotonous work and any sort of thing that doesn't seem too exciting or that I don't love. I have a really bad habit of this right now and it is hugely sabotaging me because these types of tasks are required to a degree 
to become successful. And I'm just like throwing them away, trying to avoid them as long as possible, procrastinating like we were talking about. So things that can be helpful to, to confront this and, and, uh, first of all, dealing with that fucking pattern of just like dislike of working on boring shit. Reality is I have to learn to love working on boring shit. It's part of the fucking process. So there's that. Um, I can also listen to rhythm, which makes things repetitive and it's just like easy to get more shit done when you're listening to repetitive stuff. Coffee, alcohol, but just like not going too hard on those, just minimal, just the perfect amount. Um, obviously not the best on alcohol, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, thinking of the benefits of doing it, meaning why the fuck are you actually doing this task? Thinking about the long term, the benefit it's going to have when you complete it or the benefit that it's having while you're completing it. Uh, gamification is also helpful. And then, yeah, just remembering that the monotonous actions repeated are what gets me where I want to go. And uh, maybe even, I'll even throw in, if I feel like getting competitive, thinking about the people who are not good enough to do those things and feeling like, hey, I'm going to beat you motherfuckers. Not implementing enough in the previous week from like actionables and lessons and all that jazz and then doing kind of like the same things with like small tweaks. So yeah, I am making change, but nowhere close to what I would like to be and what I quote unquote should be making in terms of progress and change. So I would like to do a better job of, well, actually not even do a better job. Now that ClickUp is ready to be used for me, it's time to just act on these things and making sure that I'm using this to uh, like adding all of the lists of actionables from, from the reflection into ClickUp and making sure they're properly organized and making sure I'm checking ClickUp all the time and using this tool finally as a tool to help me move forward in all these things that I've just been putting off. So I'm grateful for that and I'm praying this works as effectively as I think it will. Using too much of my Saturday night to prepare myself for reflection tomorrow and it's just silly. It's taking up too much of my time now. I want to simplify it even more. I want to take reflect. I've put reflections in past weeks on too much of a pedestal. I would like to simplify things more. It's taking too long. I'm adding too much of my doc and I don't want to elaborate on everything. I don't want to uh, have a million fucking points. I don't want to just, I don't want it to become too much and it's becoming too much right now. I'd like to simplify. I like to focus on like the top five things from each that we create and realistically, I'm probably not going to do that. So maybe top 10 type of things, but just like, there's this need within me that's like, I need to get it all out. And it comes from like this place of like, I'm not enough type of thing. It's usually where it comes from, from my experience, but that's at least what I think it is. And that pattern could be energetically dealt with finally. I don't know why I haven't, see, that's the thing. It's like why I'm doing things like click up because there's so many things I've just talked about in these types of episodes, but I haven't taken the time to properly act on it. And this is another pattern. And this pattern has its own section within ClickUp, thankfully. So I've just got a shit ton of things I've got to work on at an energetic level and also consciously exploring that as well. And yeah, breaks are taking too long right now. I would love if I could just set a timer for 10 minutes and make sure I'm quickly on the clock and then get back on. Yeah, it's usually just because I forget time and then it goes everywhere real fast. The content I'm listening to right now is just too physical. I love who I listen to. And at the same time, I feel like I need to evolve at an energetic level. And things like A Course in Miracles could be helpful. Uh, focusing more on non-material source energy medicine content and, and source energy medicine content. 
and then potentially things like Miriam, yeah, Marianne Williamson and uh, Power of Now, just more things to nourish the soul. It's, I, it's something I crave right now, big time. What were my biggest lessons? Start with real world data, ideas, situations, etc. when you're designing a solution. So for me, I experienced earlier on in the week, I was like, fuck. And I actually made another episode on this. You can check it out. It'll be in the description. But it's just like when I, I, can, I can find myself creating these like storylines of, hey, things could be working like this when I'm working with mock data, if you will, and I'm trying to design a system. In this case, it was for ClickUp and I was trying to make sure I'm organizing everything properly. But I ended up designing completely the wrong thing. And if you come from the real world data, it'll show you what is actually happening rather than you trying to convince yourself with this fake data and trying to organize everything properly. It's just a mess when I try to create systems like that. So make sure I'm coming at it from real examples when I'm designing a solution. There is no such thing as a perfect sorting system. This is this has been challenging for me because I've, I care so much about the perfection of sorting and it actually cripples me so fucking hard. So when, like I just, I want everything to be so fucking perfect in sorting, but I had to remember that that's okay. it's okay to have outliers. It's okay to have errors. That is part of the sorting and organization process. And it's always been so tough for me because I haven't been able to wrap my head around that fact right there, that there are going to be errors. There are going to be imperfection in, in the design, in the sorting, in the categorization, in the system. And that's, it's fine. And it's okay to use things like miscellaneous or other to categorize things and that's that sometimes hurts to think about but that is a great way to allow myself to just chill on the perfect sorting system desire and also remembering that this is an imperfect system that is constantly going to be improved it's impermanent meaning it's in software or it's in real you can even sort in real life with this type of thing but it's, you can change it at any time if it's not working and it, you, it will be part of the process for you to change it as time goes on, as you learn more about the way that is ideal to sort. I can't believe I'm going so deep on sorting, but this is going to be a big, big thing throughout lessons this week because it's a fucking, yeah, I just grew a lot in this area. Sort generally, then specifically. When I was doing my sorting and designing the type of systems that I wanted to categorize everything by and click up, I found myself going super narrow way too fast. It would be much better if you sorted the tasks in their general area. So like health, wealth, relationships, other, like something like that, very simple. Maybe a one or two subcategories to that, but just like keep it simple. And then from there, once you start using the systems, then you can take the time to specify and give it more, more clarifications and more subfolders and make everything more more specific in nature because if you start to go specific right from the get, you might completely design the wrong thing. But if you're using these tasks and there's a shit ton of tasks in health, for example, and it gets overwhelming, that is when you, that is a great time to start specifying and asking yourself like, hey, what systems could be beneficial? And then like working with that, implementing it, and then like realizing, hey, there might be some fuck ups and then changing those as time goes on. But just like, Start with the data, start with general systems first, then get specific after you're actually using them. And yeah. Another thing is just like, it's so much better to be general in this type of nature when you're sorting rather than be specific because you can categorize everything generally. But if you sort by the wrong things, if you're specific, 
it's just a nightmare. You're just wasting so much time. I realized why fitness is what motivates me the most in every area of my life. Number one, every time I'm looking in the bathroom at myself, I am like identifying, hey, I'm like, what's working, what's not? What do I want bigger? What do I want more defined? I'm just like constantly thinking about where I was. So like comparing it to like, hey, this is cool how, how I'm enjoying my progress. So it's like an appreciation aspect of it. So I'm basically to do that, I'm comparing the past to now and seeing how much I've grown. And then from there, I'm also like, hey, how can I get better for the future? So it's this constant, every time I'm fucking looking in the mirror, I am auditing, hey, how is my physique? How is, how is everything looking? Am I looking good? Um, appreciating the fact that I do look good and I do think I look good. And then I am, yeah, I'm also thinking about like, yo, this is what it's gonna take if I wanna get to the next level. And these are the actions, the actions, or the result is guaranteed if I do these specific actions, which is lifting, um, lowering my body fat, uh, nutrition, lean bulking, eating healthier. Um, just like, yeah, I know what I need to do and like, all I need to do is go do those actions. It's pretty fucking simple. And the result is absolutely guaranteed. So I thought that was interesting because I'm constantly getting this feedback and these reminders of where I am. Every time I'm going to the washroom, every time I'm looking at a mirror, every time I'm passing anything, it's just like, I see myself. And every time I see him like, yo, this is what we need to do. So I need to apply that in every aspect of my life that is not the most motivating to me right now because that type of repetition of reminding myself where I am, where I was, and where I want to go, and just reminding myself that the result is guaranteed, those types of things really fucking motivate me. And then regardless of if I feel like it, doing it anyway is also key. It also just builds a ton of, a ton of respect for yourself. Yeah. Picked up some absolute gems in the questions department this week. Number one, we've got Andy Frisilla. He asks himself when he doesn't feel like doing something and he's just like feeling lazy, but he knows he needs to do it. He asks himself, are you happy with where you are in life? Is this all you want? And when the answer is no, he just gets back to work because he has to do that. Uh, second, we've got Joe Gebbia and he asks his customers, how do you see this? And actually it might be, what was it customers? It might've been uh, potential customers. And he asked them, how do you see this fitting into your life? And when people would answer them, number one, I don't think he mentioned this, but they're selling themselves. And then number two, it's giving him use cases of ways he can sell the product in a marketing sense in his story. So that was really cool. Uh, Lewis Howes, number three, what are the chances, dot, dot, dot. And then he uses that for stretching people's imagination, giving them, and, and uses it as an influence tool to to find out, yo, like what are the chances of XYZ happening, of you doing this, of whatever result occurring. And it was really helpful towards his team and to others. And then, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's it. Fuck man, I'm so grateful for like, just learning for three examples, I love it. My fingerprints have imperfections. I realized that this week, I'm like, damn, I was looking, I was just intently staring at my fingerprints. And it was so fucking cool. And then I realized, yo, there are some there are some design flaws with this. And I'm like, whoa, and design flaws in quotes, because it is perfect just the way it is. And you don't think about that when you look at nature and stuff like that. But yet in, in everyday life, if you're judging a design or whatever, or a piece of art or whatever the case may be, you think, hey, this is imperfect, this has these flaws, but they're just neutral at the end of the day. But anyways, that the fact that even my 
there was like lines that just randomly cut off in weird ways and all that jazz with my fingerprints. I'm like, damn, this is, uh, this is just showing me that nature is imperfectly perfect. Like it's perfect just the way it is. And yet it has flaws that I would stress out about and consider in, in real life. And it would just kill me. Like these, I care too much about these little fucking things. So it was just like, it was helping me detach from that. I also looked at Tim Ferriss's book today and I measured some shit cause I was like, is this actually accurate? And it, it actually wasn't. And I was like, wow, it's crazy. It looks like it is, but it, it actually isn't in reality. So I just have to care too much. The, I care way too much about the little tiny things, the, the micro shit. And I actually would really like to do some, some energy work on that because it's a huge pattern that prevents me from so much progress just because it slows me the fuck down, gives me blocks that I would not like to have, etc. So that'd be good to work on watching and listening if you liked it enough sorry if you oh yes okay so i was talking with my mom and she gave me feedback on something i close with in my episodes which is if you like this enough please xyz okay the key part being there like if you like this enough but she pointed out to me she's like you should say value instead of you got value from this so i was like okay wait but like i care if they liked it like I want them to like, I want, it's not the intention of, I need you to like this, but it's more just like, I hope you got value. And I, for me, they felt synonymous, but she pointed out something that was very key to me, which is you can not like something and still get value from it. Like hard truths, tough truths, like uh, Dan Pena, for example, you don't necessarily like it, but it is valuable in nature. Same thing with Andy when he's giving really tough truth, that type of thing. And I was like, holy fuck. So anyways, I'm actually recording this at the end. <laughs> I remembered this. I remembered this as I was closing on my intro. I'm like, Shut, I need to cover that. So anyways, shout out mom for the recommendation and I'm going to apply this right now. What challenges did I experience? Okay, so this, is, this section in this doc is fucking huge. So I'm going to not cover an explanation for every single thing, but I'm probably going to, that might expand on a few, but I'm just gonna quickly list out a shit ton of patterns and challenges I'm going through right now. Creating fake narratives in my mind, always convincing myself I'm always right. People in my life are typically super sensitive and easily crushed and offended. And why that is a challenge for me is because it always comes back to me as a pattern because I'm experiencing it a lot, there's something there. Um, nothing is ever enough when I'm finishing it, whether that's like a coffee or the last meal or my last workout, the last bite. It just always feels like I'm craving more, craving better. I'm putting things too much on a pedestal right now, whether that's like recording important topics for a podcast, um, very attractive women, meetings with important clients, important meet, like all types of things like this, just caring too much, too much attachment and keeping things on a pedestal, which is stopping me in a lot of ways. Not okay with imperfection or failure at the start of something, and I was talking about this earlier in the episode, just like trying to bat 1,000 right from the get, just such a bad idea. Resistant to accepting ideas from anyone outside of my circle of five people I listen to the most, um, people that have what I want and have been where I am type of thing. Um, also just like, I feel like I'm a struggle to work with on many levels. Being absolutely crippled by imperfection and attachment at a micro level to things like perfect sorting or like, wasting my time in the wrong directions or yeah, things like that. Um, attachment to making super complex and advanced systems right from the start. And then it go, again, goes back to feeling like I'm not enough and trying to compensate for that. And just, it's so silly. I would just rather if I just started, started 
push the system out and then got feedback, iterated, do it again. And the more people are involved and I feel like I'm being judged or something, there's something there. I've, it's gotten much better, but like there's still more work to do. It's just so silly. I just try to create this perfect fucking system right from the get, take forever to launch it, and then have this fear of people testing it out because it took too long to launch it. It's just so silly. <laughs> it's so much better to just have real world examples as I go and just make it really simplistic and rough and keep it as a an experiment rather than like putting it right on a pedestal of being a business, that type of thing. Struggling to know if I should do a favor for someone if I'm feeling like a little bit angry at them and just like, I don't want to be taken advantage of and it's like, yeah, not really sure what to do in that aspect. Because I want to be, I want to be long-term good person and not play for my ego in the moment type of thing. So it's just like, what do I do here? Whether it's like, if someone's being a bitch to me, I, I don't want to reward that person, but I also want to be a good person and win the kindness game long term. So it's like, do I be the better person? Do I, I don't want to necessarily like treat them like shit or anything, but I just want to be very clear with my standards. So that's, that's definitely a struggle as well. I felt fucking powerless at times. It was just like some little things were just felt so crippling. would love to do some energetic work on that because it just made no sense why I was feeling powerless with these tiny little fucking problems situations, challenges, whatever the fuck you want to call it. So much resistance to like working hard and maxing out and giving it my all. I don't know why. I kind of just don't want this hard work thing to be put on a pedestal because it's super not right. Um, the people that succeed do not work hard. They like, I mean, maybe at a certain level to a certain degree, but past that, it's not that they're working hard, it's that they're working love. Like they love what they're doing and it feels like play to them most of the time. They love what their craft is. Don't know what else to say. I feel like I'm self-sabotaging myself in all types of areas. It's dangerous right now. I don't, like, it's just, yeah. It could be helpful to look at my handwriting. Also do some energetic work on that and confront a lot of shit there. As I deep dive into rhythm, for example, I'm adding so many new songs to my library that I just don't have... It just goes, like, there's so much that I don't have that proper amount of time and focus, if you will, to, like, listen to all of them. Not even focus, just, like, there's not enough time in the day to listen and appreciate all of these things, all these songs to the what they should be. So it's just, like, it's becoming a little bit overwhelming, my music library right now. <laughs> I also fucking hate how many songs that are not available on Apple Music but are available on SoundCloud, whether these, like, the, oh my god, like, the fucking Serpents. Oh my god, I love Serpents so much. But they barely release on Apple Music and it's so devastating to me because they're so fucking good. But so much of my time right now is just like, yo, when is this coming out on Apple Music? It's fucking annoying. I feel like a fraud at times because I'm able to work out midday when other people are at their jobs. I'm like, all right, am I a bum here or am I just in the process of becoming a successful entrepreneur? Yeah, I do feel insecure about that at times for sure. And it's also a choice. They chose to go down that, don't down that lifestyle, if you will, and they could choose another thing. So it's up to them. And if they're choosing to judge me, that's also on them. So it really just comes down to them at the end of the day. So I like girls that are younger, but it comes with such dramaticness and immaturity. And it's, oh God, don't like that. So that's not fun. Super resistant to accepting ideas from anyone outside of my core people I listen to, which is I 
people that have what I want and where I have been where I am type of thing. And I think I should do a better job of just listening to people and making sure that, yo, this person does have something to offer. Necess- not necessarily the per- ideal person to hear from, but starting to learn from people rather than being so fucking closed off. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just, I have no fucking clue. I'm also super unteachable right now. Struggling to feel um, when I am visualizing. I'm also just not very good at visualizing right now. It's annoying. I wish I was stronger because I. that is uh, a good way to create with your brain. Or not create with your brain. Create via law of attraction and all that jazz. Did I just say law of attraction? Because I meant law of attraction. <laughs> Fuck me, mate. This episode, though. I feel like I'm lacking hunger. I'm lacking this, like, fire within me. Everything's so, so like, flowy now, um, for better and for worse. It's so much fun to create from a hunger place, but... So maybe adding some things can be helpful for this. Like, documentaries like uh, Conor McGregor. I was so fired up after that. That was the last... One of the last times I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Let's go crush everything. That's a lie. I've felt it multiple times since. I've just... That one sticks out so much. My urgency is just so off right now. I uh, My focus isn't great as well. Like, I'm... My mind is trying to escape, um, not doing anywhere close to what I should be in terms of just everything feels like too much. I feel like crippled by challenges rather than empowered and wanting to fight them, if you will. A lot of overwhelm, not picking one thing and just going with it. Prioritization isn't great. I feel like these are all things I could go in better, by the way, or not better. What do I call it? What didn't work? (laughs) I still think about it as better from uh, the original reflections. But uh, yeah, man, just lots of stuff that needs to be changed right now oh my powerless is a fucking joke right now lost three times last week i haven't had a week where i won every time in such a long time just struggling with that it's so simple i literally just have to make my powerless smaller prioritize it properly be more disciplined be more deliberate and just get it fucking done i don't even want to continue fasting right now i'm just like so bored of it all i almost broke my fasting streak i ended up saving it but holy fuck like i'm just I don't feel like fasting as much as I used to anymore. It's been such a long time of me fasting. That I, I'm contemplating just taking a fucking week off and just going back to normal. Maybe I'll just do that at Eel or whatever. And Eel Sonic, by the way, if you're curious what the fuck I'm talking about. Pattern of always trying to make no mistakes and having complete perfection. I think I've talked about this like four times already in this episode, but fuck. It just holds me back in every aspect of my life because it leaks into every aspect of my life and it's the stupidest fucking thing. So just doing it and then realizing it's not that bad is a good actionable there because you just realize after you're like, was this the situation I feared so much? And almost all the time is no, it wasn't. It's not that bad. It doesn't feel that bad. It's not the end of the world. Where did I grow the most? Embracing the now and just consciously appreciating it for what it is. So as I talked about, like the experience stretching is a dangerous game. So trying to just step away from that, trying to appreciate the simplicities and things. I literally caught myself, st- I was literally staring at my hand for like five minutes yesterday, just appreciating the fingerprints and the the wrinkles and everything in, to do, in like relation to my hands. I was so fascinated. So doing things like that, um, when I'm eating, trying to just separate the experiences and just focus on what I'm eating, um, trying to remember that this moment is enough and just tr- doing, doing my best to appreciate it, even though it is tough sometimes, but I'm improving in this aspect and I'm grateful for it because it's important as fuck to appreciate the now for what it is. It just is enough. You are enough. This moment is enough. Let's enjoy for what it is. Let's also 
use it effectively, etc. Detaching around sorting, <laughs> like the lessons I covered about sorting is uh, probably the reason why I'm more detached. I, I just, I'm more okay with starting out as a general, not trying to make it so fucking perfect in the future. That is how I will handle things. And just being okay with, yo, this is okay to be a, an imperfect system. It doesn't need to have everything in a perfect category. I can have others or miscellaneous or have things that are in the wrong places, not the end of the world. So just chilling a little bit on that aspect, aspect and taking it off of the pedestal that I've placed it on. Oh, and also using real life data. That's another key there. My reflections um, and actually content as well, but just like working at more of a root cause level and focusing on things that are a little bit more out there. But it's important that we focus on what the cause level is rather than trying to hand out band-aid solutions like I've done many times in the past. But just like, I wanna cover patterns, I wanna cover the deeper shit. What's the underlying the underlying cause of all these things? And I've been scared to go there in the past because it's like, it's a little bit out there, it's a little bit heavy, but it is real life and it's the truth. So. Anyways, I've been, so I've been resistant to going there in the past, but just like, I find that the, this and the last reflections, I uh, did a good job of covering more root cause and patterns rather than just saying like purely life hacky shit and stuff like that. <laughs> so there's a place for that, but if you don't have the patterns correct, there will be no life hack in the world that will solve the, the pattern. So gotta start with that. And by the way, I've actually wanted to cover shit like this for such a long time, but just like, as time goes on, I just become more comfortable with talking about taboo things for me and for the world. Uh, as And I'll continue to talk about more topics that I've been avoiding or have not felt like it's the right time to talk about or whatever. But like, as time goes on, you'll just be, <laughs> the vulnerability will just increase, 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 increase. It's just gonna get crazy. Uh, the transparency is gonna be ridiculous. And uh, yeah, we'll see how everything ages with content, but it's just good to, good to do things like this. I enjoy. What am I obsessed with right now? Cold brew, A fucking plus. It's so nice, I love it. I love the mornings with cold brew. Um, I do drink too much accidentally sometimes. I'm gonna go have some after this actually. Just a little bit, because I can't have a ton. It's already fucking 2.30 p.m., so. Musically, so I'm adding a ton of new music right now as I'm deep diving in rhythm, but I'm also appreciating things like Psytrance and House more. That's, you would not have caught me saying that a week ago, I don't think. But things like, Psytrance, if used properly, is a fucking gem in a set. I don't wanna hear a full fucking hour of this shit. I don't even wanna hear a full like five minutes of it. But just like, if you can throw it into your sets here and there, or like even just once, if used correctly, A+. House, on the other hand, I'm, I'm loving Shipwreck. Shipwreck is so fucking good. There's two songs, I, uh, they've got their, uh, what is it called, the, uh, I forget. Anyways, I love Shipwreck right now. So, and then also with Psytrance, notable track, whatever Wooly's song is in Cyclone that was dedicated to the Facebook group, I think it's called like, well, the, the vocal is Face It The Woo Is Back. I'm not sure what he's actually calling it. Hopefully he's calling it Woo Is Back um, or just Cyclone. That's probably what it's actually called, realistically, because it's the one with the side trance in it. It's so fucking good. So, uh, and then on rhythm, I'm just liking subtronics. I'm liking ominous. I'm liking all of the serpents. 
They're crazy. Uh, yeah. Pogman's pretty good. Like all these types of things or all these types of artists are just, it's really fun. I don't know why. It's just gaining on, growing on me so much right now. It's crazy. I mean, a lot of it does sound very similar, but fuck. And also on Ominous, I'm pissed that I realized the other day, he, I actually could have seen him twice at Ever After and I did, I missed both opportunities and I didn't realize that he was in perfect slots for both of them. But lesson learned, I probably wouldn't have appreciated it at the time because I just didn't like Ominous like I do now, but he's so fucking good. My God, I love it. It's also really cool because a lot, the way I like that I properly appreciate sets, or sorry, appreciate songs is I have to usually hear them in sets to fully love them. And he is just rinsed throughout every set that I've, I've listened to in the past and all these mixes and stuff like that on SoundCloud. So I'm just going through all of these ominous songs right now. And I'm like, whoa, like I've heard this song like a million times. And it's so cool to find that. So like uh, New Anger is a good one. Um, Rhythm for Dummies. What else is the... Uh, ah, fucking, there's, there's so many. Like Pyramids or Pyramid and... Yeah, like they're all just, there's so many gems. I love it. Oh, also Wonton Bass. So like just these types of classic rhythm songs you hear in all these sets, I'm loving them so much right now. Anyways, Reflections 53. That came out interesting. Not sure how, if that came out any good. Um, I'm not amazing right now in terms of energy. There's something that's off right now. It's very strange. So anyways, I hope that this did bring a lot of value though. I hope next week is a little bit better. <laughs> If you got value from this episode, please do me a favor. Comment below what value you got. If you're listening on podcast, you can message me on my social media at Josh Moxie and let me know what your biggest takeaway was. If you also got enough value, like the video, rate it on if you're on iTunes uh, and subscribe to get more content like this and join me on my journey. And you can do that through Facebook, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. The links are in the description. And as always, I appreciate you watching and listening. I hope this time is productive. And uh, as always, my name is Josh Moxie, and I will catch you later. Thanks so much for watching and listening.